Hey, it's Anthony Meisner. And this is Jim Marion. We're here from Front Range Facts, and we're going to bring you our national market update. Yeah, so let's dive right into it, Anthony. Um, uh, David Stevens, who used to be the uh, former assistant for the uh, Secretary of Housing, had some, I think, uh, pretty great advice to give recently, uh, basically stating that, you know, this is a really good window of time for buyers. Uh, there's a lot of favorability in the market right now with the fact that, you know, the pressure's off essentially to race to put an offer in. You're not going to be competing against eight other buyers, You're not going 100000 over asking price. You're paying a bit more for the interest rate, but those things can always be changed over time. And so, you know, he's you know, basically really bullish about this being a really good time to be a, a buyer right now in the market. That's pretty amazing. The biggest change here is our housing inventory, right? So a lot of the state or a lot of the nation has actually been rising in inventory. You have a few secret spots like Kansas, apparently, yeah. where they have way less inventory than the rest of the country. But with that reduction in buyers has come an increase in inventory. So that's also playing into why it's a good, a good time to be a buyer this year. Well, and, and coming, you know, specifically, you know, through the lens of Colorado, it's always good to not see us on an extreme color, you know, yeah, extreme like colors are bad. Well, we've been on an extreme color side of this since we started the podcast yeah. four years ago. Yeah. So. So, so light blue is good as we've determined before in the past. And, uh, the pack, you know, so we're, we're all right with it. Yeah. And, uh, Again, folks, if you're ever thinking of buying real estate in Nevada, just don't. Every every time there is a recession, you just get your ass handed to you. So just stay away. You know, it's it's a gamble just like everything else in, in Nevada, right? So, uh, Anthony, you know, we've been using this slide uh, consistently uh, for a while to help illustrate different uh, opinions of what the you know forecast is going to be for prices this year, right? We have. And the weirdest part is every single month, they seem to come down. Yes. Like... Well, I mean, they were all blue, yes. and then they started looking at Zellman, yeah. and apparently everybody started to react in kind because Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac said like plus five percent about three months ago. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, we, well, not yeah, like like it averaged out last month. I, I looked before we began yeah. today, and it was point four percent increase in prices nationwide last year. Now we're at that point one. Is it going to go red soon? Who knows? But uh, you know, I think the the good thing here is is. We're talking, you know, plus or minus 2%, right? I mean, it's not going to be huge, whether it's 2% positive, 1% positive, or negative 2%. Uh, we've all had tremendous gains. And just looking at how home prices have, you know, gone up and down, what's interesting is this is, you know, from Zillow's data. And this is where they expect to see more of that kind of price shift. And so when you look, you know, at the, the fact that, you know, we're looking at maybe a, a flat growth for the year overall, uh, according to that uh, blend of all these. Here you can see on a micro market, essentially, where is that growth? Where is the price decrease is going to be? Um, here you can see in the front range, it's got that light kind of uh, pinkish hue where there's going to be maybe a, a little bit of a downward shift in prices. But Maybe 1% yeah. is what it's showing. Yeah. Now, I'd like to argue with them a little bit on that because if El Paso County is going to go up by 5% and we're going to all sit still. We're all kind of in the same inventory situation, well, but either way, yeah. I mean, this is all pretty modest, right? And we, yeah. that's what we really want to see. Well, and, and, and you know, this is obviously like 700 micro markets or so, but right. if and it's from Zillow, but if you look at what Zillow says nationwide, they still think it's a 1.1% increase. So when you blend the green with all the red, right. they think it's a positive 1.1% themselves. Um, and, the, you know, this is just kind of neat. I wanted to show this really quick uh, for market stability. You know, yes, there's some like Oklahoma, Iowa and Alaska, the most stable housing markets. But, you know, Colorado, uh, you know, this is the odds of experiencing a 5 percent price drop in 23 years period of time. 
Um, Colorado being just, you know, lighter, dark gray, uh, not too bad of a place to be. And, you know, one thing that Anthony and I have been talking about for years now <laughs> is the fact that we have not been building enough homes. And that's why one of the reasons we're very bullish about just the long-term health of the market and why we've been prognosticating from the beginning that whether it's COVID or whatever else, you're not going to see a huge price drop in anything, right? Right. We've been talking about this since we started our podcast four years ago, where we just never got back to the building levels that we needed. And now you've got millennial home buyers as your biggest home buyer portion, where just the demographic shift that's taking place, we just don't have enough homes for everyone no. that needs one. And that's going to create just more and more and more of an inventory shortage every year right now. Well, and if you look at the fact that 1986 is where this chart starts, and where does the graph come in in 1986? Well, holy yeah. crap, we've got 40 years of home of, of population growth in the United States, and yet, and yet we're the less, less houses homes the every year. So, you know, guys, prices aren't going down. If you're a buyer, just stop trying to fool around and time the market. Just get in there because the second the market wakes back up and realizes there's no homes to buy, it's going to be right back to the craziness we've been seeing in the past. Yeah, I really think that inventory shortage is going to catch up with us 2024, 2025 for yeah. sure. And that's going to, it could even be worse than what we've been experiencing because once the market gets used to a 5% interest rate or wherever yeah. we land, mm -hmm. I mean, people are still going to have to transact. That just doesn't change. The pent-up demand is only going to get worse. We're going to see, especially by 2025, exactly. it's going to be nuts. Um, so, you know, one thing that I found a little bit uh, odd was that, you know, Colorado is, is one of the more robust states when it comes to investing in new home construction, considering how uh, we tend to have more infill development locally, and then we get on the plains. You know, you do have these larger communities. It just doesn't seem like we have, though, the ragtag crazy growth like you have in Texas or you have in some of the other Southeast states of just unfurled, you know, growth spreading out further and further and sprawl. But, you know, apparently in the Colorado per 100,000, per 10,000, you know, residents, we're actually uh, one of the larger uh, builders out there. So, uh, you know, again, just circling back to uh, the fact that we are kind of in this weird period of time, real estate's been in a recession essentially for six months. You know, here we are in January 2023. We've had six months of pretty you know rough times for the market. Real estate usually leads everyone out of recession, and in this case, I think it's very clear that it's going to. Because if the company uh, country does go into a recession, it's going to start sometime in first quarter, second quarter of this year. Um, we've already been doing it in the in the real estate business for a while. So just a couple things to point out is that between 2006 and 2009, home prices nationally did fall 28%. So that brought 11 million homes below their purchase value of their mortgage. And back then, you know, mortgages were 71.3% of the value of the home, and now it's only 43.6%. So there's a ton of cushion in case there is some sort of price drops. 2% price drop, again, it's nothing if that's what happens this year. So. Right. It, we hate to be the dead horse on this one, but the fact is that this real estate is not going into a recession. We have trillions and trillions of dollars more in equity than we've ever had in the years past. And it just plays out in the market so favorable for homeowners. Yeah. And, and, you know, this last point about, you know, if you want to like kind of recreate how bad it got, you know, 15 years ago, you need prices to drop 40 to 50%, which not even Ivy Zellman <laughs> is predicting right now. So um, have, have prices hit rock bottom? As you can see here, we've gotten into a negative, you know, price for the last few months. Um, but 
the, the fact is, is home prices have not probably hit rock bottom because here you can see the pending listing count going all the way through November right now. Uh, you know, pending listings are sales within, you know, 10 to 45 days, essentially. Well, <clears throat> if it's dropping every month, and it's continuing to grow every month, well, you're probably not seeing the bottom yet. So I'd say certainly December is going to be probably pretty bad. Yeah, too. I think our January is probably going to be the bottom of when we look at the data. You're really going to start seeing things correct, course correct from mm -hmm. there. Interest rates have really come down <coughs> over the last month or so, and you don't see that in the data for a couple of months. So I really kind of want to put some caveats on this. Like we see all this gloom and doom in the marketplace. It's been slowing down. We're going to see you know these pending listings pretty low for January, February, March, April, because we had 3% interest rates last January. We're looking at year over year numbers, right? right. We're comparing this to like <laughs> gangbuster parts of the market. You're going to see those drops, but realistically prices are not going down anymore after about January because yeah. you have so many more buyers reentering the marketplace, even if you do have sellers taking part in that yeah. market. Yeah. And, and, and anything like we've always said, interest rates, if they shoot up, give it three to six months and then the behavior starts to normalize around that new norm. Right. It's just inevitably what happens. So, you know, another thing to keep in mind is that home appreciation pre and post pandemic. Well, if Anthony, just move your head for one sec there. There we go. You're on an escalator. <laughs> so from, you know, September of 17 to September of 20, there's a 12% increase nationwide in home prices. And yet, you know, you can see the gangbuster gains. Again, anytime you have this much of a party going on, there's going to be a bit of a hangover. Um, we're seeing a little bit of that, but if you can have a 50% price increase in essentially five, six years of time, um, there's plenty of cushion going back to kind of what we talked about with, you know, the uh, idea that people are, you know, sitting on a mountain of equity. So even if there's a bit of a price drop, it's not going to negatively affect things too much. And so that's, you know, where we're at with that. And then, you know, what we just wanted to also point out is that if you are concerned about interest rates, one of the best things you could be doing right now is talking to your agent, talking to your lender about trying to mitigate those costs by doing rate buy downs, whether it's a long term buy down off of the 30 year itself or more of a band-aid solution. Yeah, those short two one year buy down types. Those two one buy downs are really interesting too because that money is really tied up in escrow and it's used towards that payment. So that way you're getting concession off the sales price yeah. or you know maybe you're paying it out of pocket, but you don't lose that money if you refinance. So that way as interest rates trickle down, you have that money in the bank to use towards those refinances. And that's it seems like it's just the best of both worlds. Yeah. Now it's not a permanent solution. So if you think we're at the bottom of a rate problem right now, then maybe you don't go that route. But from what everyone's kind of predicting, we're talking about dropping rates a little bit all yeah, the way. We should years. be seeing probably 5% by the end of the year beginning yeah. next. So that's the national update right now. And we just wanted to uh, let you know again that I'm Jim Marion, realtor here at uh, Coldwell Banker. I'm at 303-548-0243, or you can hit me up at jim at ourcoloradohomes.com. I'm Anthony Meisner with Land Title. You can always reach me on my cell, 303 968-9868 or amisner at ltgc.com. And we, you know, we're covering the national news right now, so pay attention. We're going to be releasing then also our state-level information as well as our report on the local front-range market itself. Don't forget, you can always get us at Get Real with Blockchain, wherever you find your podcasts if you want to dive down that rabbit hole with us as well. Have a great well, have day. Have a great day, everybody. Take care.